Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Music Room Podcast, a home for artists and storytellers and weirdos. We're glad you're here. And I have a special guest today I want to introduce you to in a minute. But first, I'm going to do a song. There are people who wait, watch, and wonder how to cross that river rolling by. They're sitting on the shore They know there's something more But that something's waiting on the other side There are those who jump right in When they know it's sink or swim It's all or nothing, do or die Life's a roller coaster Let's all take it for a ride Lots of people may look across the ocean lots of people may look across the land there are those who love the sky but there ain't no reason why all these dreamers they can't go hand in hand if we fly or if we fall the ride is worth it all what's the point of dreaming at all life's a roller coaster Let's all take it for a ride We go up, we go down We go round and round and round and round Throw your hands in the air Feel the wind blow through your hair It gets out of control sometimes There are those who risk it all Backs against the wall a fire inside them burning strong They're like a quarterback who knows He can't run, he's got to throw To make it when it's third and long Oh, the pressure and the pain Is totally insane But it's worth it just to play the game Life's a roller coaster Let's all take it for a ride Life's a roller coaster. Let's all take it for a ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Roller coaster. I am really excited to have with us today our friend, Mr. Grant Adams. Grant, welcome to the Music Room. Well, thanks for having me, Matt. Man, Thank it's you good for, to be here. It is great to have you here. I I had heard about Grant for probably a couple of years because my daughter went to school with you, and then my daughter started dating your brother, Stuart. By the way, Stuart is our producer for the Music Room. You're going to have a cameo of him from time to time. Stuart, say hi to everybody for us. Yeah, they can't see you waving, so you have to yell really loud. <laughs> so I'd heard about Grant for a couple of years, and then John Stendhal and Jimmy Jackson, who were my drummer and bass player at North Point, where I lead worship, traveled with you, played music with you. So I'd heard about you for a couple of years, and I kept saying, I want to meet Grant Adams. And finally, I got to meet you. I was a little bit starstruck. <laughs> I was like, I get to meet the Grant Adams. And now we have the Grant Adams here with us at the music room today. So you guys are in for a treat. 
Grant, would you? How about this? Start us off with a song. Yeah. And then we're gonna good. we're gonna talk about music and life and all kinds of stuff. Sounds great. All right. Sounds great. Well, thanks again for having me. This is uh, a song I wrote uh, a few years ago. It's on my first EP, and it's called Today. Yeah. 
Very so nice, man. I like that song. Words to live by right there, folks. Appreciate it. It's a, today was a cold, crisp morning here in Oklahoma. Yeah, we had, Oklahoma City, chilly. we had 24 degrees, and our, our heater actually went out last night. I woke up this morning, it was 56 degrees inside our house, so I felt like I was camping. I needed to go get my sleeping bag, so I'm just now kind of getting thawed out, it feels like. So tell me, tell me, tell us how, how you got to, what, what are you doing these days? Yeah. How'd you get there? What's your journey, your musical journey been? Yeah, so... Tell us all the good, bad, the ugly, everything. Yeah. We, we want to know. So uh, right now, I am... Um, doing mainly two things musically. So um, I am in the middle of recording a full-length album. This will be my first full-length, okay. 12 songs. Um, Your and EP so, you did was came out two years ago? Uh, 2016. 2016, so it was, okay. It was four years ago. And that's so. the one that the song you just did was on mm -hmm. that one. Okay. Yep. Cool. So 2016, I released uh, an EP called Beginnings. Okay. And... Um, and so then now, uh, which is really good, by the way, I have it, and you should thanks. get it. Yes. And uh, so now I'm getting close to uh, having a full length album done, and so that'll be uh, coming out here in the next few months, hopefully. So, all right. Yeah. So it's it's getting there. So it'll be twelve twelve new songs. Twelve. All right. So yeah. Yeah. So I do that, and then I also am a worship leader as well. So mm -hmm. I am a worship pastor at South Lakes Church in Oklahoma City. All right. And uh, also, as an offshoot of that, I have my own band that we do worship events as well. So Yes, you do. Yeah. And so. travel around and do. And your wife is like the youth minister at your church. She too, is. Right? So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think so, that's really cool. So she's doing that. Yeah. I'm doing music. So it's funny. There's actually another couple at our church, another staff couple, like our, yeah. our children's pastor and mm -hmm. our community groups, like our small groups yeah. pastor. Is that they're also married, so it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Though. I think that's cool to yeah. work, work together because my wife and I do that too. Yeah, and it's just it's 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 really cool to get to work together with your spouse. And it's, I know you hear all these horror stories about fight, but fighting and all that, but it, it shouldn't be that way. We have a great time, and we're able to, I think, accomplish more working together. And it, it just it's a neat dynamic. And you have some other exciting news on the horizon, right? I do. Yeah. Uh, we found out about a month ago that we are expecting a baby in September. So it feels kind of weird to even say that. <laughs> first, first baby, right? But, yep. Yeah. Yep. So we are excited. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it was definitely, um, I mean, my wife was told for over 10 years, hey, you're probably not going to be able to have kids. Wow. Ever. So for it to, to happen like this has been definitely a miracle and just, yeah, amazing to to see. So <laughs> I saw your van that you drove up in, and I'm envisioning what that's going to look like in about ten or eleven months with baby seats yep. and car carriers and all that stuff in it. And yep, people make fun of that van because hey. for three years I was a a single guy driving a minivan, but hey, it paid off. Right? <laughs> I I did my time in vans. In fact, it wasn't even a minivan; it was a full blown yep. like a oh, I want one conversion van. For traveling, yep. but they're awesome. You know, you yeah. have that bed in the back you can lay down yeah. on and try to take a nap and haul gear, pull a trailer. And I, I want one of those. <laughs> they're awesome. So you have one. You're looking to get rid of. I, oh, anybody. I had, a, I had an awesome one. It was, it was great. But it, you wouldn't want that one. It, it, it was a well worn when yeah. we got rid of it. And, yeah. and now I just drive a car, so it's kind of weird when I think about. And driving vans, you just get used to it everywhere mm -hmm. you go, and trying to park that thing. And yeah. 
take some skill to park park yeah. conversions. So, so tell me like just a little bit about your story. Yeah. Tell me about maybe where you went to school, what you did, yeah. and how you got here. How'd you start playing gigs and music, and how yeah. did how'd that work out for you? So I was thinking about this earlier, and I think my my musical journey is uh, really kind of a piece of a lifelong journey with creativity. And that sounds kind of pretentious, but hear me out. I like so, creativity. Uh, but as I was thinking about this, I remember as or my, my earliest memories with, with creativity, so to speak, were I was four or five years old, and uh, my brother, Stuart, and I, we have some cousins that we're pretty close to mm-hmm. in age and everything. And so we would um, we would make these basically little mini shows for our family to to watch us <laughs> perform in the living room. And naturally, the fireplace was the stage, yeah, you know, whole thing. And so, nice. um, some of my earliest memories with music and with being creative are those times of like planning these little five minute concerts Productions. for my family. Yeah, yeah. and so. Um, I think my my creative um, brain was sparked yeah. in that moment. Of, okay. Oh, I could actually like do yeah. something with this. This isn't. This is more than just like dancing around. Like I could I could do something with this. Yeah. I didn't know that at the time. Like I wasn't like consciously thinking. Yeah. Oh, this is creativity. This is. But I think on a subconscious level, it was just like, oh, this is really fun. Yeah. And so. Um, Skip to age um, seven, eight, I'm in like fifth grade, and I started trying out creative writing. I was like, oh, man, this is kind of cool, too. So I would write these little short stories and give oh, them to cool. my teacher. And yeah. I remember my teacher uh, giving me some encouragement, like, hey, these are, these are pretty good. You, know, you should keep doing it. And so um, that was just another phase, so to speak, of my mm-hmm. creativity journey, we'll call it that. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, skip from like that phase into sixth and seventh grade. Uh, the same cousins that I had mentioned earlier. We, for whatever reason, I don't. I think it was because I had probably just seen Pirates of the Caribbean or something like that. <laughs> I decided let's make our own movie. Okay. And so, um, we look. Which looking back on it, they were pretty terrible and pretty just bad. But it's okay. <laughs> but I mean, we wrote the script for these little, they were probably 15, 20 minute little films we made. Mm-hmm. And so we would write out a script and we would storyboard and we would plan all the shots and all the lighting and everything. And looking back as silly and as goofy as those were, it taught me a lot about the creative process. Like, yeah. Hey, here's how you do this. Here's how you finish a project. Yeah. Here's how you do all that. And again, I wasn't thinking like, Hey, this is, this is being great. I can parlay this into no. It, it was just, make it a full length record. I was just having fun. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Um, without knowing, like, hey, this is actually being creative. <laughs> so, um, skip from that into uh, around eighth grade. I was required to be in choir for one quarter of the school year. One quarter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so when I was, when I was in, in school, I went to a, a small little Christian school here in Oklahoma City uh, called Christian Heritage. And um, in seventh and eighth grade, you were, you were required to sing at graduation for the seniors. 
along with the high school choir. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. I mean, that's cruel to the seventh graders. I guess it's cruel to the seniors to have to listen to the seventh graders. It's a little bit of both. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little bit of both. But (laughs) but for for whatever reason, I think I just... I fell in love with singing, and yeah. that was the first time I had really ever been in a structured, organized singing. It is thing. fun. It is. That's fun. the only. That was up until that point. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. From age seven to fourteen, I was totally involved in sports in every single way. Music creativity was not on my okay. radar. You hadn't at even picked all. up guitar by then. No, nothing. Yeah. I had a guitar that lived under my bed. Yeah. I didn't ever touch it. Yeah. And so I was super into basketball, baseball, football. Like I lived and breathed it all the mm. time. So we can attest to it. It probably drove him nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but up until that point, like I had no musical uh, endeavor, so to speak. And so just being in choir and a structured, like organized singing thing opened up this whole new world to me. And so I enrolled in high school choir in ninth grade for the first time. Cool. And was super nervous to try out, of course. Yeah. And um, it's a small Christian school. You don't have to be incredible to get in. <laughs> they, yeah. If you can carry at least some yeah. pitch, they're probably going to you. have a pulse. You. You're okay. Come yeah. on. You're in. So, yeah. But I didn't realize that at the time. And so um, got in choir and just mm. absolutely loved it. Um. And so one day I was homesick from school. I'd been home for two or three days and I'd gotten bored of watching movies and TV and stuff. And so my brother had a little digital piano in his room because at the time he was taking piano lessons. And so he had a little little digital keyboard in of his course, room. Of course he did, yes. Yes. <laughs> that would, uh, it was a little Yamaha keyboard yeah. that would um, teach you how to play songs Oh, did it have the little light-up keys yep. that lit up? it had the Those little light-up awesome. keys. Those are so cool. And so, like, you could pick <laughs> pick out of these, like, 100, 150 like, classic yeah. songs, and it would light up <laughs> for so each cool. note that you're supposed to play. Yeah. And so... That's cool. I found that that came pretty easy to me. Like, I yeah. could almost... If I knew the song, I could figure it out without the mm-hmm. light lighting up, so to speak. <laughs> and so... um that just sparked this new kind of um, creativity, this new interest uh, within me. And so I enrolled in piano lessons. Mind you, at the same time, I'm still playing baseball. I'm still playing basketball. Mm -hmm. And so um, I enrolled in piano lessons, and at that point, sports kind of took a backseat. And I basically said, you know what? I don't really want that anymore. to the point where the only time that the piano teacher I was enrolled in, enrolled with, the only time she could get me in was right in the middle of baseball practice, and I said, "I'll take it." Yeah. And you can imagine the kind of, not bullying, but the kind of talk yeah. I received. Yeah. On the baseball this guy team. Gave up baseball for, to take piano lessons. To take piano lessons yeah. as a fifteen-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was not imagine. exactly fun, mm-hmm. and so. I did that, and then I quit basketball and got a whole other line of ridicule. Not ridicule, but again, just making fun of for that, (laughs) for playing piano instead of playing basketball anymore. So finally got through all that uh, and started leading worship at my church, just um, 
here and there, I would do um, like kids events or like kids Sunday morning type mm-hmm. stuff. And that eventually turned into uh, I was leading our kids service every week oh, at cool. 15. And so... Again, with the keyboard with guitar. With so guitar. at this point, so in, in that too. in that ninth grade year when mm-hmm. I had taken up piano, I'd also picked up guitar. Okay, out of necessity, uh, this other yeah. group at church that needed a guitar player. They're like, "Hey, you have a guitar?" I was like, "I have one. I don't know how to play it." <laughs> like, "All right, you're in." No. And so, <laughs> just the fact that I had one. Yeah. And so, if you can hold it, if you can kind of can look cool, it, like look you, like you know what you're doing. Do you have any picks? You're good, you're man. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so then that turned into a every week leading kids worship type thing, which turned into a every week doing Wednesday night stuff, which turned into eventually, um, being brought on as a music, the the position was music intern. So I was basically an associate to the music pastor without being like an official associate per se. For big church, right? For, For, yeah, for for the whole music ministry. So I had done about... I'm skipping ahead a little bit. I had done about five years of just volunteering mm-hmm. on Wednesday and Sunday um, before the the worship pastor was like, hey, do you want this internship? Yeah. And so I took the internship and um, just kind of grew to love doing worship and That's cool. being involved in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so from that point, I... Uh, I was going to OU for a little bit, University of Oklahoma, for for a year, I think. <laughs> yeah. And go Sooners. Yeah, and um, I decided, you know what, journalism is not what I want to do. Okay. I was a broadcast journalism major, and I didn't realize uh, you went to OU before you went to ACM. Yep, I'd gone to the University of Central Oklahoma my freshman year for marketing. Okay. I don't know why. And then All I things good. and then I then I went to University of Oklahoma for uh, for for broadcast journalism, and then realized I don't want to do this. Um, so then I decided to try my hand at um, the Academy of Contemporary Music mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. We have this so. really cool school here. It's basically school of rock <laughs> called the Academy of Contemporary Music. It's in conjunction with the University of Central Oklahoma, but it's in downtown Oklahoma City where it's it's, it's modern, the modern music business as we yeah. know it. And it's really neat that we have that here. I've, I've told my daughter goes to school. That's where mm-hmm. she met you and, yep. and she's a senior there. And then Stuart went there. And so you can learn performance, production, and music business. Yeah, it's really a yep. valuable. It's stuff that I had to learn the hard way mm-hmm. over over many years of of uh, trial and error, much trial and much error. Yeah. So I'm jealous. You guys get to just go and learn. You learn how to pack a trailer and back a trailer up. Yeah. I had to learn that the hard way and scraping yeah. mirrors off my van. So yeah, it's neat that you. So you decided to go there. Mm-hmm. You, you said, okay, that's I want to go to School of Rock. Yep. And mm-hmm. so uh, it's a really cool place. Like it you is said. a cool place. It's a really really yeah. good place for. For students to to just learn and mm-hmm. get their get their hands on things. So, That's right. So um, plug for ACM. Yeah, you're welcome, definitely. Scott Booker. <laughs> definitely. Um, so I, man, I learned a ton there and just grew a lot as a musician, as a person. Um, so, is that what's the most valuable thing you got out of that? Would you say? I mean, you knew how to play guitar. Yeah, but. 
what what is it that's you came out of that with saying I'm so glad I went to that because of I would say it's just um, learning to um, work alongside other uh, artists, alongside producers, other musicians. Because mm-hmm. up until that point, I mean, I had played in like bands at church, yeah, or done solo stuff. But um, to be put in a situation where, okay, here's a here's these five songs. You need to learn them by next week. And have them down as perfectly as you can. Yeah. Um, and the whole band is accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it's a different kind of um, it's a different kind of dynamic. And yeah. I'd never done that per se. And yeah. that with the expectation level being, you no, know, if this is what you're going to school for, like let's do it right. Right. You know. So um, yeah. I would say for me the most valuable part was just learning to to work with other people professionally sure. and efficiently. Like, what's it really mean to be a professional musician? Right. What's that really mean? What's that look like? Right. Like, I, I had that's, no idea. Most people don't. I had and no clue. I didn't. I just had to figure it out. It's like, I want to get paid for doing this. How do I go about that? So and it, I, I think that's that's great. You, got, you had that opportunity. Even things as simple as, okay, here are the songs, chart the songs out. Mm-hmm. Here's rehearsal time. Show up on time. Yeah. Like, here's the show time. Like, get there early. Mm-hmm. Bring your own cables. Like, yeah. just little things that aren't necessarily things that you would have to go to school to learn, per se. But for me, being in that environment where it was, hey, do these things because yeah. this is how you pass the class, yeah. <laughs> yeah. was good for me. Yeah. So, just being around. Things like that, you kind of mm-hmm. just naturally are going to get better. Yeah. Being around that, having the level, doing what it's doing. And it's like when you go to Nashville, people live in Nashville. If you're around that scene, you're going to kind of soak up that scene and become what that scene is. And that yep. elevates you. So having that here is, I think, really valuable. And yeah. Once again, I'm kind of jealous that you guys have that. <laughs> I, I, yeah. uh, I think that's really cool. So... When you went to ACM, you majored yeah. in the... Uh, music performance. Performance, yep. okay. Yeah. So. And that's where you really started taking your band and doing shows and... and yeah. Writing songs or... Yeah. So actually, uh, because of ACM, I met um, the guys that are in my my band. We don't have like a, a band, as in like a band name per se. The guys that just play with me right. every time. And yeah. so um, I met all of them. At ACM, so okay. because of because of ACM, uh, I have my band pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so those connections. Yep, common denominator, yeah. and that's kind of brought you to you. You graduated and did your EP around the same mm-hmm. time. Is that right? Yep, or? it was within a few months. <clears throat> yeah, so, um, so yeah, it was around the same time, and uh, since then I've been. Um, just writing a lot, playing. Yeah. So, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Um, I've also been, you know, just uh, doing a lot of, you know, just gigs here and there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And during that time between then and now, I've taken the new worship job at, uh, mm-hmm. or now at a current church. Yeah. So, South Lake. South, South Lake. Yeah. Lakes. I was at a, 
I was at a Literally. different church growing up and doing the internship and mm-hmm. everything. And then I actually kind of took a year off from leading worship when we got married. Yeah. I just needed a break. I had gone basically seven years nonstop. That's... I think I counted up one time. Within that seven-year stretch, I had like five or six weeks off total. It was bad. That's a lot. That's I was, a lot it was for, bad. <laughs> for a, a young man. Yeah. And so I took age. an entire that's year off yeah, I think of that's, doing worship. I just I was yeah, burned out. So. You have to. And, and that's good. That's a good you realize that instead of doing it when you're burned out. Yeah. That's one of the things you can't phone in. No. You can't. It's not like making widgets in a factory. Right. It's like it's heart and soul. And, you, and music is that way too. Yeah. The few times that music, there's... I can count on one hand over 30 years when music actually became a job, mm-hmm. and it was a drag yeah. <laughs> because it's such an emotional thing. You, we, we're, it's exhausting. We do it because it's joy, it's passion, and you don't even think about it. But a few times I was like, oh, i got to sing this song for the fourth time today, or yep. i got to try to generate energy at 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and sing rock and roll at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Really, singing rock and roll before noon is crazy. <laughs> So how about this? How about yeah. you, you had another song I you do. could do for us? Yeah. And, and then I got, so we're going to talk some more about uh, things you're doing that excite you, yeah. inspire you, people, maybe music you're listening to, yeah. other other artists. And then we're going to tell some cool road stories or stage Sounds stories. Good. I'm sure you have some. I do. I do have yeah, a few. And maybe you might even tell a story about Stuart, too, that involves Stuart. Since, <laughs> since you're here and you're his brother, I think that's only fitting. I think so, too. So uh, this is a song that I wrote uh, about a year ago about um, getting uh, not entirely lost, but um, definitely didn't know where we were in the back, like in the backwoods of Oregon. Um, it was a little terrifying. A bit. Did you hear banjos? You <laughs> 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 can hear them faintly in the, in the <laughs> So yeah, my wife and I, we went out to, to Oregon uh, a couple years ago, we love the Northwest. Yeah. And so um, we had planned on, you'll appreciate this, we had planned on camping in Mount Rainier, which obviously oh, is in Washington. Love that. We had planned on that, and we both realized that neither of us had ever really done camping at all. <laughs> That's a problem. And yeah. it was yeah. September. <laughs> And and Mount Rainier was already very cold. Yes. So we woke up the day we were supposed to go camping, and the low that night was going to be like 17, and we decided that's not a good idea. So we got a last-minute Airbnb, <laughs> and it was super cheap. It was like, nice. oh, man, this is like $55. Oh, this is perfect. Well, what we didn't realize, it was literally out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> in the middle of Oregon, which if you've been to Oregon, there is yeah. massive – Pine trees. Try, yeah. It's just not like here. We just don't have that kind of wooded. No, everything's on the grid here area. in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma City, at least. Mile grid. If you get lost, you kind of just go a mile and turn right, yep. and you'll find get found. Yeah. It was not that way where <laughs> we were staying. And so getting there was definitely a uh, tricky situation. Yeah. So anyway, this song, it's called Northwest Air, and it's about getting lost in the wilderness. Nice. <laughs> so here it is. I drove out to the west coast last week Went as far as the dry land would take me Felt the sand and the waves under my feet 
Standing there we were close as we could be That northwest every new life into my lungs Spent the night about when we were young I never knew I could love someone this much Don't wanna sing all the songs that have been sung Cause there's just something about that place That I just can't shake but you do something to me When you whisper like the wind to me softly And I know that we're both right where we're supposed to be If we just keep on breathing in that northwest air yeah. I remember us driving through the woods Got so lost but we made it, it's all good Looking back I wouldn't change a thing not a chance, yeah, we made us some memories And I've been thinking about how fast the time goes Like a lightning bolt over before you know I think we should get out of this town Make a run for the shore before time's out Cause there's just something about that place That I just can't shake But you something to me when you whisper like the wind to me softly and I know that we're both right where we're supposed to be if we just keep on breathing in that northwest air Cause there's just something about that place That I just can't shake But you something to me when you whisper like the wind to me softly and I know that we're both right where we're supposed to be yeah yeah if we just keep on breathing in that northwest air yeah that northwest air that northwest air yeah thank you i like that a lot man that's 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 awesome so just i was thinking while you were singing i mean i was getting mental pictures you know of of the Pacific Northwest, which is good. That that's that's a that's a sign of it. The song's doing what it's supposed to do. And when you write songs, do you have a 
certain, everybody wants to know, like when you write songs, what comes first, the yeah. words or the music, there's no real answer to that. But with you, how does it happen usually? How yeah. You... Like you said, I mean, there's no like correct answer. Um, and it happens in different ways for me, but most of the time it's with a melody. Yeah. A melody. A will... melody sparks it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that in. had a great melody. Yeah, I mean, that's I like, the same thing. Like that yeah. was, that melody came to my head one day. It was just like, yeah, I don't know where it came from, you know, so good melodies are. Um, and I think, I, I think more of us songwriters should approach it that way. Let the melody mm-hmm. boss the song. Let the melody write the song instead of, I got this cool groove. I got this cool idea of words, but the melody kind of, I think we should, as a songwriter, I think we should all pay more attention to a melody. Think about a great melody, yeah. you know, if, if something, if it can play on Muzak mm-hmm. and you still know what song it is, it doesn't have words, it's just an instrumental, that's a great melody. Yeah. So I think of, well, if, you, you know, if I were to whistle a song, you'd know what it was. Right. That's a great melody. So yeah. um, tell, tell me, um, like, what you're doing these days that, that get you excited or inspiring you, things you're working on, or or and also maybe tell me some other artists that that you're really digging on these days. Yeah, because uh, I'm old and I have to find out about new <laughs> new, new hip people to listen to yeah, that I don't know about. You're not old. Um, I think uh, well, for one, um, things that are inspiring me or exciting me is definitely the idea of getting an album finished. Which that is are, exciting. Which we are getting close. Definitely getting close. So. so you're birthing a new album and a new baby that's all in the right. same year, <laughs> man. That's there's a lot of similarities oh, in case you. That's true. There really is. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Having had three children of our own and seven albums I've made, seven eight if you include my dad's album yeah. I've made over the years. It's yeah. It's a lot of similarities. Yeah. So that's so. exciting. Do you have a re- like? potential release date for the album i don't have a i don't have a hard set date for it yet um the goal is late spring early summer so, so you're gonna try to have the album done before baby comes right that's yes, the goal. that is definitely the goal good goal so yeah. <laughs> that's yes so baby's coming in september it will definitely be done okay by then so awesome. the goal is to have it done and have some some touring dates was the the northwest air too. song is that going to be on the new yep, album that's awesome. awesome i love it so it has a lot more instruments with it and everything. So yeah, so. that's cool. Yeah. So, okay. So so let's talk about some funny when you when 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 we travel, mm-hmm. just naturally bizarre things are going to happen just yep. because there's Absolutely. people involved and it's yep. a, it's imperfect world and it's not an exact science. Sometimes just trying to get somewhere, yeah. logistics carries its own. <laughs> Yep. And then, so yep. do you have any funny road stories? I do. You can tell. Yeah. What do people know about? You're, so, this is kind of like getting inside the, the, the tour van, the tour soccer mom van. That's and, right. <laughs> and, and heading on the road with a bunch of musicians to I, a gig. I call, it the, I call it the man, the man van. The man van. Or the right. man van. So let our listeners inside the man van. And I know kind of what happens in the man van stays in the man van, you know, what, yeah. but, but you can maybe share a road story. So there was this one time, I think it was, it's 2016, so four years ago. My band and I, we were playing a church event down in Tishomingo, Oklahoma. Been there. And yeah. um, so we're, we get there, 
the event goes well. Um, and so we're, you know, we're talking to people afterwards and everything. And all of a sudden, I start having some really bad back pain. And I thought, well, maybe I just pulled something, you know, getting the gear out of the van. Yeah. Like, I probably just pulled something in my back. <laughs> Which happens. Yeah. Which does happen. <laughs> yeah. And so I sat down for a minute, and it just got worse and worse. And uh, <laughs> so I eventually... I, I just told the guys, I was like, hey, I got to lay down for a second. I don't know what's happening, but I'm not feeling well. And so they were like, okay, yeah, sure. We'll mm-hmm. get the rest of it. And so a few minutes go by, and they load the van. Everything's loaded up, ready to go. I'm just like, man, I don't know what's going on, but my back is just killing me. To the point where it made me sick. Dang. And um, I was just like, I don't know what's happening, but let's go ahead and go. And so we get in the van, and my drummer, Jimmy, you know, mm-hmm. he, uh, he said, Grant, are you, you okay? I was like, I, I think I'm fine. He said, because you look yellow. Not just like you look pale. You look literally yellow. And so <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's not good. And I, I was starting to feel like I was about to pass out. Like I just, I don't know what's happening to me. So he goes, all right, well, we're going to go to the hospital. And so we get to this hospital. In Tishomingo. In Tishomingo, <laughs> which I don't, it looked, it looked to me like a converted elementary school type of situation. <laughs> so we pull up, I don't know that, but it, it looked like it had previously been a, uh, an elementary school. So we, we pull up and they bring the wheelchair out for me. Cause like, I don't think I can even walk. Oh At this gosh. point, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And so... We uh, we get pulled in and everything, and they they do some scans and they uh, they're like, okay, so turns out you have a small kidney stone, oh. so that would explain why your back was killing yeah. you. It's like, oh gosh, that's terrible. And so uh, they were they were just like, yeah, it's a really good thing you came in because uh, your blood pressure had dropped to I don't remember exactly what it was, but way low way low they Dang. said like your body was going into shock and so they're like it's a good thing you came in because you may have not made it home dang it's like what i would have died in so Tishomingo. and t- on the road from <laughs> Tishomingo. so the stuff legends are made of folks yep so <clears throat> so there you go that sounds like a song right there i almost died in Tishomingo. yeah it sounds like a good country song it does actually but um yeah, so I, I survived, obviously, but that was that was a weird one, for sure. And so, my my parents came down from Oklahoma City. I think my dad got there. Oklahoma City to Shemingo was like an hour and a half, okay, roughly. They got there in like forty five minutes. They were they were they moving, were hauling, yeah, yeah. It was it was under an hour. I know it was under an hour. So uh, Tiffany and I weren't married at the time, so. They they came on down and uh, had you done the gig already or was it? You, yeah, yeah, we were done. You're already done with the gig and then you okay. Yep, we were done with the gig. Well, so that's so wow. My my band guys drove the van home and I rode <laughs> back with my parents. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was See, a rough. The glamorous life of a rock star right there. So huh? there you go. Yep, have wow. your parents come get you. And yeah, that's drive you home. <laughs> so yeah, so there you go, Tishmingo, Oklahoma. Well, that was a weird one. And you're obviously okay. Any any zany stage stories or anything happened on stage you ever? There was 
So I don't know about zany, but there was this one time I was uh, I was singing at church and we were doing this song. It was like a Christmas special kind of thing, <laughs> and it was right at the end of service, going from like um, like it was going to end the service and go into just dismissal basically. And so um, the song had a key change in it. But it was a weird key change. It wasn't just like a half step up or a whole step. It was really strange. Yeah. And so it was important that I like heard where it was going. Well, at the time, I didn't have any kind of molded or even like... No good in-ear monitors. No, nothing. I was just using earbuds. Yeah. And one of them <laughs> fell out. Oh, no. And so I completely lost the pitch. And so I just guessed where the new pitch was going to be <laughs> just completely guessed. And, um, <laughs> so I look out in the audience and I could tell something wasn't right. I mean, it was, it was like, you know, like there's a relative, a, like a I was disturbance in the force. I was, I was singing in like E, mm. but the song was in a, you know, that kind of thing. So it was like, it was kind of, kind of, yes, but not at all. <laughs> so I, I was looking out, I could see people kind of grimacing a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> I realized what had happened. And, um, so I just stopped the song. I said, all right, well, this is obviously terrible. <laughs> I obviously really messed this well, song up. Well, at least up. you stopped. You didn't. You... Oh, yeah. And so I was like, hey, you have a great to... week. We'll see you next time. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was, I was referenced nice. back to that. That actually happened again recently. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, I, I, I had a, I was singing at this, uh, little town down in Texas, and it was around July, it wasn't, it wasn't July 4th thing, it was a summer thing they had in the town square, because it was the county seat, so they had the courthouse in the town square, this little Texas town out in the uh, southwest Texas, and and it was hot, you know, crazy hot, and I was singing under this little gazebo, and I didn't have a, like a stool to sit on, so we'd stacked up some road cases, mm -hmm. And I was sitting on those road cases singing my the most poignant song of the night, the big, you know, tearjerker song. And almost towards the end of the song, I felt one of the cases shift. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. I knew what was going to happen. It was like everything went in slow motion. I just fell backwards, guitar, mic stand, and... My sound man said he could see my feet just kind of sticking up, <laughs> just the, my feet sticking up, and the mic was kind of dangling down there somewhere, and he said he could faintly hear me say, I'm okay. Oh, <laughs> and no. so, yeah. <clears throat> so the moral of the story is don't use road cases for a stool to sit on if you're mm -hmm. singing a song, especially your most poignant song. And yeah. You have to learn to just roll with, just it, roll with it and make yeah. like, like what you did, you know, Take a bow, say thank you, folks. I'm a professional. Don't try this at home. And you yeah. have to learn to just laugh at yourself. Yep. Otherwise, you will end up in counseling somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> just have to learn to roll with it. And and uh, so, yeah. this is kind of a special occasion. So, Stuart is our our producer, and Stuart early on dates dates my daughter, you know, and now they're engaged to be married. But early on, I I told my daughters, you know. Even if you dump Stuart, I'm still going to keep him around because he's a great sound man. He's just a great guy to have around. So it's kind of cool you have a, a younger brother who's a, a tech, a great you know sound man, video tech, producer type person. So maybe a, is there a cool Stuart story we should know about? Anything that we know? Stuart, um, he's kind of like cringing over here now. If you could, you can't see him, but 
he, he's cringing. Well, I do have one from last summer, actually. I don't know. I'm going to say it. He, he won't mind. So last summer, <laughs> we were playing at this. He won't mind. <laughs> we, were, we were playing at this camp, and uh, it was the last night of this, last night of this camp. And um, we were trying to tear down. It was We, we like, had already played. We were trying to like tear down. church camp, youth yep. camp? Yep. Summer, yeah, nothing like that. This, yep. Yeah, we had been there for we'd actually been there for two weeks, and so um, we were ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, and so we had stuff scattered all over the room because we were, you know, trying to organize things and whatnot. And so these kids decided they wanted to run through this auditorium <laughs> to I don't even know what they were doing. And so here it is, like one thirty in the morning. We're trying to pack up and go home. These kids are like running through here, and. I turn around and I see Stuart go, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> to these like 13, 14-year-old girls. He's like, if you don't need to be in here, get out now. Wow, Stuart. Quite the grumpy old man, aren't we? I don't think I've ever been we? more proud in my life. I'm kidding. <laughs> he's like but, Mr. Wilson no. on Dennis the Menace. When yeah. he's like, hey, you kid, get out of my yard. Get out of my So, but... One thing off of that I will say about Stuart is Stuart treats everything professionally. And yes, he does. He, um, does. he takes what he does very seriously. And so for him, he wasn't trying to be mean. He was just trying to do the job well. He was, yeah. And yeah. they just happened to be in the way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was funny. We all laughed that, about that one for, That's awesome. for a while. So they they didn't let Stuart so, lead a small group at that camp. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's so awesome. We packed up really quickly and said, "All right, see you later. We're, we're out of here." So. <laughs> I want to I want to um, let our people know in a minute about your your website your yeah. EP where they can find that and uh, then have you do a song and we'll kind of close with. So, okay. um, tell tell our people where they can find your. Like, is it grantadams.com or, or Insta or whatever your social media handles are and all that stuff or where they can find your music and yeah. and the EP when it comes out? Yeah. So um, turns out there is another artist named Grant Adams out of, I think he's in Chicago. Anyway, mm -hmm. so all of my stuff is uh, Grant S. Adams. Grant S. Adams. My middle name is Steven, so there okay. you go. All right. So my website is Grant S. Adams Music. Dot com. Uh, same thing with Instagram is at Grant S. Adams. Facebook is just Grant Adams Music. So, yeah. Okay. There it is. Grant, Grant's Adams. Grant's dot Adams. Com. Yep. And the new so. CD we're hoping will be out. Yeah. So early, early springs, summertime. Early summertime is the goal. It always so. takes longer than we think, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And costs more but. than we think it's going to cost. But it's worth it's, it. It's worth it. I'm excited yeah. about the new the new full-length album coming, mm -hmm. your first full-length album ever. Yep. It's yep. been great having you on the music room today. I've always loved your music, love what you do, love what you're about. So keep it up. Keep up the good work. Appreciate and it. hopefully we'll have you on here again sometime soon after the new album's out. Yeah. You can roll that out for our people. And congrats on the new baby. I can't wait Thanks to meet the new baby. And and just I'm excited, excited what all's in store for you. So thanks for being our guest today. Okay. It's been awesome having you yeah. here. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is really fun. It is fun. It's really I fun. Get to hang out with cool people. So yeah. So I did want to on the on your other question about artists that you've been listening to. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's an artist named Maggie Rogers I've been listening to a lot. 
Uh, and then, I mean, some of my favorites are Drew Holcomb. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben Rector, those kind of guys. Oh, so Love Ben Rector. So, yeah. Yeah, but Maggie Rogers yeah. is great. I've been listening to her a lot. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. That's awesome. Anything else you want to, I mean, I didn't want to cut you off. If there's more things you wanted to talk about or things to say or. No, this is, just, this has been fun. So I just wanted to mention that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll play one more. This is, uh, this is from the new album and, uh, it's called Beat Again. so stressed out I've been all wrong for ever thinking that I could ever do it all on my own and I've been so worried about getting it all wrong but you and me go together like the letters and the words of your favorite song and I can see the sunrise coming back again and I can feel the tide rolling back in and I can hear a song where it always should have been and I can feel my heart beat again and I've been so stressed out and I've been all wrong but ever thinking that I could ever do it all on my own And I've been so worried about getting it all wrong But you and me go together like the letters and the words of your favorite song And I can see the sun arise coming back again And I can feel the tide rolling back in Oh, and I can hear a song should have been yeah and I can feel my heart beat again
Yeah. Very nice, man. Thanks. I love that one. Appreciate That's a great it. groove. Thanks. I love that a lot. It's kind of got like a Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Uh, Caught the feeling growing yeah. day by day. That's awesome. Yeah. So thank you for being here. Thank you all for thank joining you. us on The Music Room. Remember, grantsadams.com, new album coming out. Join us again next week. We have some really cool things coming up, and you don't want to miss it. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us on The Music Room.